This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. Welcome to the new hype show. It's your boy Biz. I'm back. I'm black. I'm officially recording in my own studio right now. So, yo, we got to drop a bomb for that. Yeah. Yeah. Need some gunshots, too. Yeah. I'm extra hype. Today is March 9th. Of course, the world knows what March 9th means, especially Brooklyn. It's like a holiday to us. I mean, we're not celebrating. You know what we are? We're celebrating his life. Rest in peace to the late, great Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Frank White, a.k.a. Biggie. Get it? Biggie Smalls. March 9th, 1997, a day where most of us remember exactly where we was when we heard the news, the tragic news. The greatest rapper of all time was gunned down in Los Angeles, California. The world mourned. Brooklyn is still mourning. We still don't have a Christopher Wallace Parkway in Brooklyn, but we're working on it. It's been 23 years. His death, of course, is unsolved, as with most, you know, blacks, black deaths. You know, they still didn't find the killers of Malcolm X. But, hey, man, you know, yo, rest in peace to Biggie Smalls. Yeah, man, Um, last episode, yo, big shout out to my homegirl, Cherry Poppins, for coming through. I got a nice reception for the last episode. My homegirls was like, yo, you know. We like her. She kind of, you know, she held it down, biz, blah, 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 blah. They ain't talking this voice, but that's how I was picturing they was talking as they was typing to me. But, yo, I appreciate you so much, Sherry. You know, I'm mad we, you know, weren't able to sit in the same studio. But next time, yo, we got to get in the studio together. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy, but I appreciate you. And, oh, yeah, I have to drop another bomb, too. Drop that bomb. Drop that bomb. Yeah. YouTube channel's officially up and running. Make sure y'all check that out. It's the new hype show. Go check that out. I will. I'm trying to do at least three videos a week. I'm talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Nine, eight times out of ten, it'll be music oriented, something to do with rap, something to do with entertainment. But nine times out of ten, it's something to do with hip hop. I really, really need y'all to go. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell a friend it's gonna get better. Yeah, please subscribe to it. I got a couple of things I want to talk about today. I'm not really going to, you know, drag y'all for this ride. I'm, I might start recording two episodes a week. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Let, let, me, let me relax. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. This is what I'm talking about. I get, I get way ahead of myself sometimes. Let me slow down. Let me, <laughs> let me slow that shit down. Let me slow that shit down. No, I, I got to relax. Yeah, but um, yeah, continue, you know, supporting, like, subscribe, comment, share, spread the wealth, tell a friend to tell a friend. I appreciate it. I was getting um I really appreciate y'all though, seriously. Um yeah, so today I got a couple of things to talk about. Yo, um The Baby. I'm a big The Baby fan. I support his music. I like, you know, when you into the person, you're really into them and you you know, you really you mess with them. I mess with the baby, man, but certain things I can't defend. He's wildin'. The baby, you're wildin'. What the fuck does his security guards do? What are they good for? It seems like every week is something. Before it was like it's understandable, but after this video, I can't really. I don't, I don't know. I can't say it. before it was yo. He caught that body, self defense. He beat up Camp Kohar in the uh, Gucci store. Somebody stepped to him in the hotel when he was with his daughter. He told him, "Please, I'm with my daughter, not right now." All of those are justifiable and understandable, but 
I'm I'm watching the video and it looks like he allegedly slapped the shit out of a girl in her face. Some angles look like he slapped the phone, but either way, the the reaction to it, I guess she pointed the light. I don't know if the phone touched touched his face. Y'all watch the video and tell me what y'all think. You know, you could pull it up. The baby slaps girl in the club, but get him away from the crowd. Keep him away. If y'all want to protect y'all investment, because it, it's going to get worse. Either people are going to keep trying him. Or he's just going to keep getting into trouble. And certain things, I can't defend that shit, man. The baby was like one of them friends that, you know, you got coming over that you got to explain. Like, yo, this is my boy, Kirk. He's coming through. Um, but listen to this, though. I, I, can't, I really can't defend it, man. I want, I want to hear more before I really go in. But um, his security, his security either needs to be retrained or rehire a new team because then they're, they're good for nothing, basically, because if she was able to do that, imagine somebody else, you know, picture the lawsuits that, that are going to come out of this. If I was homegirl, I'll sue the fuck out of the baby. I'm good. I'm suing. I'm suing what she did. Well, I don't know. He 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 could say, yo, I, I felt like I was attacked. I didn't know if that was a man or a woman, somebody trying to run down. Like I said. His security should have been handling that. And the baby does not belong in a crowd, walking through a crowd. I don't know. It, you know what? I'm taking what I'm taking from it. It looks like he was walking through the crowd, maybe entering the club. Who knows? But either way, he should be coming in from the back. He's a celebrity. If you can't handle the fame, the baby, this is what you signed up for. You're a celebrity. People are invested in you. But if we have to keep defending you when you're putting your hands on people, that women at that, I don't know, dog. I mess with your music, but this one is a big question mark, man. But yo, shout out to Lil Baby, got the number one album. The album is fire, by the way. The album is pure fire. I really, I really dig it. Like if you're not a Lil Baby fan, this one, I think the album would definitely make you a fan of his, man. He's really like, he really, he he got some shit on there that he's talking about. Yeah, you know QC, they you know they're having a big year. They doing their thing. QC is winning. They're like the Dev Jam right now. They're winning. It's their time. You know what I'm saying it's real, you know. I, I I could appreciate quality control. I appreciate them. They're really doing anything. But yo, the album is called My Turn. It's a a real dope, introspective looking. You know, he got some he got some deep shit on there. I fuck with the you know I fuck with the album. I'm gonna play it again. That's something to prove. Join this fire he got on there. Jada Kiss album job. Give him a give him some bullets. Give him some bullets. Yeah, Jada Kiss join this fire. Um, I'm halfway through it. It sounded dope. It's better than the last one, that top five one. Nah. Jada Kiss should never drop subpar material. This is Jada Kiss we're talking about, one of the greatest to ever do it. This new album is good. I'm really, you know, Ignatius. I'm really, you know, it sounded like a New York album. He's rapping. He got some R&B joints on there. I'm, you know, it's Jada. J- you listen to a Jada album, you're going to expect to hear some bars. That Pusha T joint, murder. Push was talking on there. Push was talking on that joint, man. I'm really, really, really feeling that shit. J Electronica allegedly, uh, I say alleged, he, I don't know. I'm not anticipating his album. Everybody is saying it's going to drop. And when I say everybody, I saw Lenny S tweet about it. I saw a bunch of other people. I guess they must know something we don't know. Allegedly, it has Jay-Z all over the album. I'm not, I'm not too hyped for it. People are saying it's a collab album. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm not sure if I'm ready to hear a whole album with Jay Electronic and Jay Z. I don't know. At this point in time in 2020, am I excited for a Jay Electronic album? No. I don't care anymore. It, I don't. I don't care. 
I'm excited for a Kendrick album, a new Kendrick album. I think we do for one. A new Nas album. I want to forget that Nasir album. A new Nas album will make me forget about his last effort that with that Kanye produced album. I won't say it was garbage, but it was really, really lackluster. I need another Rick Ross album. I think Drake is about to drop and The Weeknd. The Weeknd is probably my most anticipated album this year. I'm really fiending for The Weeknd's album. I can't wait for that shit. Look like he's back on his shit. I like when The Weeknd make music when I think he's on drugs. He makes his best music, sadly. I don't know if he's on drugs. Allegedly, don't. Don't sue me, Weeknd. Don't sue me. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm waiting for his album. His album, to me, is like the most anticipated. I want to go backwards a little bit. For those that know, you know, me and my past, I don't like to assume everybody knows me, but I put out a project. I spoke about it before. I'm not even going to go down the whole rabbit hole, but the CBiz project, I really need y'all to go back and listen to it. Till this day, and I've recorded this project over two years ago. I did it like an album. I'm getting people hitting me up about it. Like, they're like, man, you really... They wanted me to get deeper into that whole, um, the crack era that I grew up in, that I've seen. So today I'm going to... I'm going to take uh, the track. The initial track was called Coming to America in the Seabiz Project, where I broke down, you know, how growing up and, you know, in the crack era was significant to my life. And But I'm going to just give you a little piece. I'm going to break down a little bit, you know, things that I was talking about that I really, really didn't go into too much detail about. But some of you probably heard the project, already know what I'm talking about. But basically, when I came to America, I landed smack down. Backstory, I'm Guyanese. 100% Guyanese, um, I'm here, straight out of South America, we're the only English-speaking country in South America, I'm proud of where I'm from, I wear it on my sleeve, 100%, my kids will tell you, they'll they'll tell you they're Guyanese all day, never seen Guyana day in their life, but I'm Guyanese, I'm proud, proud Guyanese, you know, um, I will tell you in a heartbeat where I'm from, but at the same time, um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, so... You know, I'm Guyanese by birth, but I was raised in Brooklyn, New York, but I rep Guyana all day. That's where I'm from. That's where I was born. That's where my parents were born. That's where my grandparents were born. And I think I could keep going back further and further and further. My family is from there. I've had family live in the U.S. probably in the late 60s. Could I could go back further than that, but I've had family in the United States, in England, Canada for years. I actually have a famous uncle. One time I was in the city in Manhattan and... I was going into one of them corporate buildings, and one of the security guards, he saw my ID. He said, yo, your last name. He said, you have, you know, you have a relative named such and such. And I Googled it. I didn't even know. I was, so I was like, oh, yeah. He said, because your last name is so rare. Anybody with that name, I guess you're related to. My grandmother used to always say that. But anyways, I'm Guyanese. Fresh off the plane, I land smack dab into America in the crack era. I was a baby. Crack was going 100 miles an hour down my neighborhood in Crown Heights. The first stop I stopped off of, of the airplane was um, I lived on Lincoln between Rochester and Buffalo. And I got my first, you know, the, the, the smell. I was going to one of my friend's buildings and like the smell, the crack vials. I, I didn't know what it was. I, I did not know what it was at the time. The smell was just, it was a distinctive, disgusting, yet familiar smell. Does that make sense? But it, it was disgusting. I hated the smell. I looked on the floor, saw yellow top, purple top, you know, green top, red top, yellow top, white top. Didn't know these were crack vials at the time. Once again, I'm looking through the eyes of a, you know, three, three, four-year-old at the time. 
And, you know, you come outside, you play with your cousins and you got friends in the other building. And, you know, back then you were able to venture out a little further than you are today because, you know, the world is just different. Back then was just different. You were allowed to travel. You had a longer leash at the time. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this thing, this uh, crack apparently was uh, the poor man's cocaine at the time. You know, people they initially didn't call it crack. They were calling it freebase. And, you know, it was only apparently minorities were the only one taking crack. Yeah, whatever. And we were getting all these years. Then you go uptown, the white boys, you know, in the corporate offices was, you know, snorting it. But, you know, of course, like I said, the white boys, the corporate guys, they weren't getting, they weren't, it wasn't looked down upon. But these crack vials was, was found in every neighborhood from Compton to Houston to Miami to Newark then back to Brooklyn, this thing had become an epidemic. Whereas in my family, as I said before, I saw it on both sides. I had dealers in my family, you know, and I had friends whose parents were drug dealers purchasing from my family, come to find out years ago, you know, but it's, it, the crack era fucked us up in more than one way. Like Jay said, you know, in more than one way, cocaine numbs the brain. It fucks you up. On one half, you're making all this money. You had teenagers becoming millionaires at this time. These guys were superstars, ghetto celebrities. This is our first time getting money. This is the first time. Nobody in our family never finished past ninth grade. I'm talking just as as the ghetto. This is just a ghetto as a collective. I'm not personalizing it, but everybody in the hood, nobody got past, you know, nobody came out and went past high school and, here you are, you have the 15, 16 year old who's making more money than his parents and the parents really can't say nothing because he's paying the rent, putting food on the table and doing everything that the parents could. So it's like a catch 22. Damn, he's out here doing this nonsense, but this nonsense is paying for everything. Damn, giving me a car. I don't got to, you know, be late on the rent. I don't got to duck the landlord no more. I don't got to, you know, duck the bookie. I could pay everybody up on time. Everything is just, it's beautiful. Flip side. Go around the block Person you sold to Their parents is a crackhead now Their cousin is a crackhead Their aunt is a crackhead They they are crackhead It was the, it was the most Most beautiful Ugly time ever That's exactly how I could describe it The smell was just ranted You smell it in the park By Lincoln Terrace Park So the older and older I got I started to understand what it was I didn't know what a crackhead was I didn't know what that meant I heard I heard the word I didn't crack head. I thought you fell down and that's what happened. You got stomped out and it cracked your head. But a crack head at the time, I didn't know what that was. You know, you add head on the back of something that was uh, somebody that they was doing it a lot. So back then we had sneaker head, crack head. That's a dope head. Oh, that's a car head. Yo, that's a uh, whatever, whatever it is. That's that was the, the slang back then. Anyway, so I remember one time I was walking with a family member of mine. And we were walking into, we was going like towards um, Atlantic Avenue. We was walking through Kingsborough Projects. And this family member of mine, you know, just like the song said, had a pocket full of stones. I saw him serve a couple people, a couple fiends. Dudes knew who he was. Just running up to him. And he was just making. So from the walk from my house, my family member must have made at least $200 just from that walk. And this is from him telling me this. And I'm just like, wow, I'm witnessing this whole thing. I'm watching this transaction go on and I'm in the middle of the fucking the crack era. Like I said before, it was the most beautiful, ugly time. The struggle was so beautiful.
beautiful. It, you know, here here we are. These guys are becoming rich and rappers are rapping about it. And, you know, the, just really the night of the living bass heads. This, I think this was, was Public Enemy that made that record. But it was really, that's what it was. Like, I want to go... I want to go into descriptive detail right now, but I got to speak to certain people in my family, make sure I can say that because, you know, I don't know where they at in their life and I don't want to, you know, upset anybody. I, once again, I don't know who's listening. Somebody probably got a hard on for somebody in my family and want to start up some shit. You, ne- you never know. So I'll try to keep the stories as loosely, you know, try to loose it up and you could, you know, tie the ends up and, you know, figure things out. But family member he would venture off he'll take me with him on these little excursions i was a shorty and i would see large amounts of cash i would see big chains you know gold teeth you know fat fancy shit fly shit fly shit eight ball jackets at the time um wool rich coats and ballys on and 40 belows i saw all the, the ghetto uniform at the time that's what i saw I saw the uniform i saw the I saw the looks. I saw the admiration that he was getting from people in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that. Superhero. Superheroes. Superheroes. That was the fly shit. The fly shit at the time was being the local doughboy. The girls loved the dope boys. I saw the reaction the girls had to the dope boys. I knew I couldn't be a dope. Well, in my head, I wanted to be a dope boy. And that's why I think subconsciously I ended up. My friends would tell me, yo, you mad old school the way I, from the way I was dressed and the kind of vehicles like I would purchase. And it was, I had an old school mentality because subconsciously I wanted to be that. I wanted to be like my cousins and my uncles. They were superheroes to me. I, sadly, I looked up to it. I, I can't. I'm not making no excuse to it. It, it. it was what it was. This is a kid. Once again, you take a kid from a whole another world and you put him in a new world. Any kid for that matter. It don't matter where. I could have been. Romanian, I could have been, you know, from wherever, wherever. You take any kid, you put him in that world, it's, you know, I just knew Guyana. I knew going outside every day with my baby, with my little brother at the time, you know, God bless his dad. He passed away when he was like two or three years old. But, yeah, my pops was on some hood shit. I think he had the, my mother pregnant, another woman pregnant the same year. I was a year old. Anyways, yeah, hood shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the crack era was a, it, it was a time, man. It was a time. I found out one of my teachers was a crackhead. I didn't know. I didn't know till years later. Somebody was like, yo, you remember when the teacher started? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was getting cracked from my father. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Now, certain things starting to make sense. This is how deep the crack era was, man. Crack era, it was so scary. You couldn't walk down certain blocks at night because people would just turn into total zombies. It look, really looked like The Walking Dead. Like, really, really. The Walking Dead was... Right on St. John's and Sterling and Prospect at a certain time. Right around St. Mary's Hospital before you hit uh, Prospect. No, no, no. St. Mark's. See, I remember. I got a vivid memory. So if you walk from Eastern Parkway, I think then it's Buff. No, Eastern Parkway, then it's Lincoln, St. John, Sterling, Park Place, Prospect, St. Mark's, and I think Bergen. From there, from those blocks, crack was flying on that block 100 miles an hour on both sides of the street. 100 miles an hour, and then you'll hit the dead end, which was on Kingsborough Projects right there. My grandmother, at the time she, well, before she moved from the brownstone we lived at, she moved to the other side of the project. She didn't live in the project, so we had to walk through the projects to get to my grandmother's house. She lived on, uh, was that Ralph? No, she lived on Pacific between Ralph and Buffalo. So we had to walk through Kingsborough. So back then, like I said on other episodes, 
You had to know somebody to walk through them projects. But being that my my relatives was known to venture them parts, cats was seeing me. Oh, what up, shorty? What up? Oh, good. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I was good. I, you know, come outside my grandma. Ain't nobody gonna bother her because they knew who my family was. You know, so I don't know if it was out of fear or respect. So I always ask that question: Would you rather be feared or respected? Answer the question in the comments, though, or you could, you know, text me, tweet me, whatever you want. But yeah, so cats wouldn't do cats wouldn't do nothing to me. I guess apparently, you know, my family had a, a name. So later on, I remember when I grew up, I would walk down the streets. Cats would see me. Yo, what's up, shorty? I remember you was a shorty with your you used to come through with your uncle to the spot. Word, yeah. They used to call one of my um, my family members GT because Guyanese people, capital of Guyana is Georgetown GT. So he had a thick accent, but he ran with them Yankee boys. You know what I'm saying? So he was like the flyest dude. He was getting all the money. Here go this Caribbean, I mean this Guyanese cat around all these American dudes because back then. They would call us coconuts, you know what I mean? So it was either, back then, the only popping uh, Caribbean or West Indian people were the Jamaicans. And if you was any, if you weren't black, you if you was any Caribbean country, everybody called you Jamaican. My uncle would correct them, what? Guyanese, by No, 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 I'm Guyanese. They were, oh, all right. He come through, he got like a thousand pounds of gold on him. So, you know, and once again, back then, you couldn't just walk around with gold. That no, you had to be somebody to walk around with gold. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't just be just pull up. What? It either yo, you got you have to have the respect and you gotta have that thing on you. And nobody wasn't touching my family. They had the respect and they had the things on them too, so they could walk through East New York. They could walk through Brownsville, Bets Die without getting their pockets tapped. So eventually when I started moving around and they would see me, they ain't want that life for me. Oh, you're not going to do that. I did that, so you don't got to do that. But the older cats would see me. Oh, what up, shorty? I remember you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was I was getting so much love. I didn't know where the love was coming from. But apparently, like I said, I think I said too much. But, um, <laughs> yo, on the real, keep messing with your boy. I got a whole lot. I got a whole lot more. Y'all want the stories? Yo, I got the cash app. Holla at my cash app. Y'all want these stories? I could go deeper. I got so much stories, B. Like, I, I've been... You know, I've been places, I've touched the people, I've been around, I've been to many, 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 many places, many places. Ask some of your, some of your famous friends, they know about me, you know what I'm saying? I've been around, I took, I took trips with people, like I've been in places that, you know, and once again, I wasn't the type to talk about these things back then, but now I can say, and I would have people vouch me, yeah, yeah, Biz was there, they know, but yo, I got a million and one stories, continue to support the podcast, you can holler at the YouTube now, the New Hype Show. Everything is a New Hype Show, the New Hype Show podcast, the New Hype Show YouTube page. Like, subscribe, and share. I'm out here. Thank you so much. Yeah.